Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you for joining us. Beautiful Tuesday here in the Twin Cities, and I would like to present to you now. A long-form story. We're calling this, you'll never guess what happens next. And Bradley, can you tell people what we're asking them to do? Oh, and how well, they if can you, do it? you know, Dawn is going to tell us a story today, but if you would like to add your story to the mix, just email us on our show page at mytalk1071.com and let us know if you've got a story and uh, we'll be in touch with uh, how to get all the details. So you can participate in the fun. If so, if you like what you hear, let us know. All righty, let's get started. This what are is, we going, uh, or what are we doing today? Well, this is, you'll never guess what happens next, chapter three. That's my quilt, Biatch. That's my, oh, so it's got a title. That's yes, my quilt, Yes, I titled biatch. it, That's My Quilt, Biatch. Now, this story takes place in Nebraska, um, allegedly. So these <laughs> stories are stories that I've found, and we're changing the names and places. So let's just say somewhere in the Midwest, we'll call it Nebraska. Uh, It travels to Kansas at one point, and that's where the story will end. Ooh, exciting journey. All right, this story is about Maureen. She is 67 years old, and she retired from teaching. Uh, So she goes to live with her mother, who is 88, and um, she worked for two school systems, so she has double retirement, and now she can do all the quilting that she wants. Oh, okay. So she's done, she's retired, and now she's going to quilt like crazy. Yes, and she's with her 88-year-old mother now, and her mother needs her, so this is perfect. So she's settling into her new life, and she sees that a local church has a quilting group that's a pretty big group, okay? And um, they teach basics, but then there's an experience group that only lets you in if you can prove you're a good quilter. Oh, so it's like quilting, but, you know, professional amateur quilt queens of Nebraska is what they're called. Now, this is with the church. So Maureen starts going to the church um, and takes her mom with her. Her mom likes to go to church, but it's something, you know, it's something for her to look forward to do. Maureen is really. Yes. Now, Maureen really isn't into church. She's just there for the quilting. Okay. So she emails the group to see if she can join it. And she realizes that it isn't just like, here are a few pictures of my quilts attached to the email. Um, There's an in-person audition process. You have to audition to quilt? Yeah, (laughs) to be in this certain group. Like, how do you do an audition for quilting? Well, I'm going to get into that. So here is the email that she got back. Dear Maureen, thank you for your interest in Quilt Queens. We see that you're a new member of the church along with your mother. Welcome. Due to popular demand to join our club, we have met, we have a meet and greet to get to know our new applicants where you can display your quilts and chat about your experience in quilting and get to know the group. We also will be discussing our mission statement and educating our new applicants about the commitment we require. Commitment? Yes. Yeah, so reply what to the commitment could you need for a quilting group right you'd think it's just relaxing and chatting with other ladies right yeah but clearly i'm getting the sense that that's not the case like this is a little more intense than your average quilting bee right 
So she also says, um, if you're interested, please reply to this email and choose one of the following times. And then there's a list of uh, time slots. Um, And sincerely, Janet, president of Quilt Queens, Nebraska. P.S. Quick question. Will your mother also be requesting to join the group? If she is, she'll need her own slot. Time slot. Oh, okay. But her mom is not. This is just for her. Her mom, no. Yeah. Her mom has a little bit of dementia and she has arthritis. She is a quilter, but she's just along okay, for the so ride. This is just the daughter. She needs a hobby. Yes. She wants to join the quilt club. I mean, it seems like, you know, she'll have fun. Okay. So that's my question. When you get this intensive a quilt club email, are you like, I just want to have fun and find some people at Joanne Fabrics to hook up with and quilt with? Or do you actually, she's already joined the church. Yeah. So does she just go, what the hell? Would you reply and say, sure, I'll take this time slot? Yeah, I think, you know, I'd be like, mm, this seems a little extra, but who knows? I mean, maybe this is just like a formality and, you know, it's no big deal. I'm not going to overread the situation. So, uh, yeah, I'll sign up for a time. Why not? Okay, great. Well, um, Maureen does apply to the email okay. and signs up for a time. It's Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Now, does she think that dragging her quilts to a church to have them evaluated is ridiculous? Yes. Is she annoyed that they are acting like this is joining a country club? Yes. Oh, so she's already got some reservations. Yes. She's not taking this as lightheartedly, perhaps. Yeah. Does she love to meet weird people and be in weird situations so she can gossip about them later? Absolutely. Okay, so that's what sold her. She's She's like, like, this is at least I'm gonna have a good story. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So she shows up to the quilt audition All right. and is sitting outside. I still don't understand what involves a quilt audition. Like, you're going to have to do, like, <laughs> right. like, a song and dance? Like, what? Right. So, as Janet said in the email, you're going to display your quilt, okay. talk about your experience in quilting, and then they will tell you what kind of commitment it is okay. to join. And then you decide really if they curious. offer you a position in Quilt Queens. Yeah. Any more questions? Well, again, I have all sorts of questions, which are what possibly involves commitment other than showing up to quilt. Yeah. Presumably on a weekly basis or something. I don't know. Yes, you're in Or is it like you need to wear these outfits? You need to like, you can only quilt these types of fabrics. I don't know. Right. You just don't know. So she doesn't know what to expect, but she's here for it. Whatever it is, she can call up her friends that are teachers and go, look what happened to me. Yeah. In you're this ne- small town ne- that I now live in. You'll never guess what happens next. That's right. So um, she's sitting outside waiting for her turn. She's never like transported more than one quilt before. So she just folds them up and puts them in a tub. It's awkward for her to carry because it's like turning into spring, but things are still slippery outside. Her mom is with her and she has to help her mom into the church because she has a walker. Now. Wait, her mom is going, but her mom doesn't want to be... Her mom wants to be there for the audition, but she okay. is not auditioning. She just wants to be is present. Is she allowed to be there? That's a good question. Okay. She didn't ask. So I kind of feel she like the ladies are not going to be happy with bringing someone who's not potentially in the group. I'm just saying. That's correct. It's not going to end so, well. We are going to meet now Judy. That is her mom's name. Judy. Oh, we're meeting her mom, Judy. This is Judy. Judy is 88. 
She loves to talk about other people under her breath, but since she has a hearing loss, her mom's whispers are sometimes louder than they used to be. Oh, so she's saying uncomfortable things under her breath. She does, but they're louder than she thinks. Mm -hmm. Do you tell your mom, Judy, to wait outside the meeting room for you, or do you bring her into the meeting? You certainly don't bring her in because you don't want to... You don't want her mouthing off. Okay. Well, we'll have to see what happens next on You'll Never Guess What Happens Next. All right. We'll be right back here on my... Ready, set, summer. Now, it is summertime. It's not officially summer yet, but you know, you're going to the ballparks. You're having barbecues. Sometimes summer can be more tempting than the holidays, and maybe you want to lose some weight. Well, you can join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free when you say, I heard this on my talk from Don McLean. Um, now, you could lose up to 15 pounds before the 4th of July. How does that sound? Sounds great to me. So I actually lost 30 pounds with Livia about five years ago, and they are so amazing. I've kept the weight off, and I've learned so much from the team at Livia because they're registered dietitians and nutritionists, and they taught me things that I never knew before about nutrition and my own body. So call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. Join and get eight weeks free right now. So call them, and like I said, you can lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. Livia was voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk 1071. If you just joined us, we're telling our you'll never guess what happened next story, which lasts the entire 1 p.m. hour. And uh, to catch you up, we're telling the story of Maureen. She's 67, a retired teacher who joins a quilting group at a local church with her mom. Judy. Now, this has turned into some weird audition to be in the group, which is really strange and very serious for a quilting group. Yeah, this seems very intense. I think most people would be put off by the intensity that you're giving off so far. Right. So her mom, Judy, has a loud mouth and doesn't know the volume of her voice and likes to gossip about people. Bradley has decided that it would be best to leave Judy outside the door while she auditions. Something tells me she doesn't, because otherwise this story would not probably be highlighted today. Um, right. So Judy comes in with yeah. her so and her walker. So she's definitely bringing your mom in. Okay. And now, is she doing this intentionally, do we think, to, like, spice it up a bit? She just, you know, she wants her mom to have socialization and have things to do and talk about. So she's just like, Mom, just sit back and watch, Okay. So Judy comes in with her. Now she has, um, she enters the church and follows the signs that lead to the quilting audition, like I said. And when she's, before she goes in, there's a lady who has this big, like, it's almost like a garment bag that you can zip. It has different pockets and it's four quilts. Okay. So she's like ready. I mean, this is a professional lady. (laughs) Right. And so she's super early, but she's like, I just have this tub. You know, yeah, like, oh, look at me in my boring tub. Yes, yes. Oh, now, nobody puts their quilts in a tub. <laughs> she's kind of embarrassed. So now Judy is complaining all the way in saying, I hope this doesn't take long. And it's pretty stupid that you have to have an audition for a damn church quilt circle. I mean, Judy's not wrong. <laughs> she also says, I need a cup of coffee. <laughs> So Maureen's time comes. She enters into the room and sees 16 women in a semicircle. 
And then a guy that's helping take down the other quilts of the previous woman who just oh, auditioned. Oh, God, because there was another slot before <laughs> right. her. God, this is so much. Now, Judy is already done with this process. She walks herself in and says loudly, where can I get a cup of coffee? And now, Maureen's like, Mom, that's rude. I'll get you some coffee later. But some of the ladies laugh, and one jump, jumps up and says, I'll put on some coffee for you. And she goes to the little kitchenette and makes some coffee oh, okay. for that's Judy. Nice. So Judy gets her coffee. Judy's a ham. She is. Yeah. Now, Maureen displays her quilts, and she's like, I'm sorry that the patterns are kind of all similar. This is the quilting that my mom Judy does and her grandmother did. And they're impressed so by her So she's apologizing for her kind of quilting because she thinks it's boring or well, something? Well, she just thinks it's all very sim- It's all the same pattern, really. There are only a okay. few that are so she's not. she's a little insecure. She is, but the pattern is, like, really unique and good. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a woman who has been quiet the whole time and somewhat snooty, and she has a conservative beehive hairstyle oh, that's salt and pepper. A conservative beehive versus, <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> no. a party beehive. <laughs> I just wanted to paint a picture because I've I've seen a picture of this woman, Okay. For certain reasons that we'll get to in a uh, later in the story, so she looks like she's ready for church, but it's a Tuesday night. Like everyone's wearing jeans, but this woman, she's kind of spindly, has some witch-like qualities. Witch-like qualities. <laughs> she kind of looks kind of witchy. Okay. And she's snooty. And so she's kind of a a witchy witch. Mm-hmm. She okay. speaks and she says last, and she says, "Hi, I'm Janet. We emailed this week." And oh, Maureen goes, Janet. "Oh yes, of course. Hi, hi, Janet." Now, Janet says, well, I think we can all agree that you're not an amateur, and if you decide to join, we're open to you joining. But we do require that you not miss more than two meetings in a year, and you can dedicate at least twice a week to come and work on our community quilts. Oh, my God. You have to commit to twice a week, and you can can only miss two meetings? Bradley, do you want to be in Quilt Queens or not? No. This is too much. (laughs) She is retired. And also, they love quilting. What happens if somebody's not there? Like, what's going to, like, what are not... the consequences? Right? Okay. I don't know that yet, but those are the rules. God, this is too much. Janet says our mission statement is to cure Nebraska from cold. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Boldness. What? And Judy guffaws with her coffee. She goes, <laughs> Okay. And then she goes on to she say... Did, she did a spit take? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, Judy was like... And Maureen was like, Mom, 
So, um, should have left her in the car. Right. Not only do we give away our quilts to people, uh, the homeless, but we also uh, tuck a Bible in them to spread the word of God. Oh. And we also well, I guess it is church. So right. We also sometimes enter our quilts into competitions as a group. And there is, of course, the quilt auction at the church fall festival is a fundraiser. Okay, so they have group. got their hands yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Quilt queens, okay. And it's nice that they're you know donating their the the products of their labor. That's also, awesome. something Judy says is sounds complicated. <laughs> now the room laughs again. Now Judy's excited that she's getting laughs and attention, and Maureen is like bright red, and she says, don't encourage her. So it's funny. The silence has been broken. You know, they just realize she's just an old lady that says stuff. Yeah. So Janet gives her... So this- she's doing well so far. I mean, yeah. you know, like this was a little intimidating walking in, but it seems like perhaps... All for naught, they recognize her talent and they want her on board and they think her mom is funny. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Right. So the only problem is that Janet, you know, the conservative beehive woman. Yeah. Beehive woman. She's obviously going to play a bigger role later in the story at some point. <sighs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I think you've got her number. She gives her, she gives Maureen like a creepy feeling. Mm. Okay, and she can't put her finger on it. Stink eye or something? Well, she's just weird. Okay, she's just sort of like high and mighty kind of person that takes her role very seriously. She is the president of Quilt Queens of Nebraska. Okay, Um, which is no small thing. Now, they also Marina's like okay, um, so. I was just wondering, my mom can't quilt anymore. She has arthritic hands, but she's we've done this together, and I just would like to know if Judy, my mother, can come to the meetings to be a well, part yeah, of Well, yeah, plus she probably wants to be near her mom, so that's why she moved there in the first place, right? Yes. She is concerned that her mom's mouth will run amok, but that's neither do you join the group or do you just find another one? Like, it's the balls in your court. No, I feel like you do. I mean, everything you've told us so far is that they think she's talented. I mean, if you're willing to commit to the time constraints, that would be my only hesitation. But I say, yeah, why not go for it? Okay, well, we will find out what Maureen does coming up next. All right. When we return here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, you'll never guess what happens next on My Talk 1071. Hi, talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Hero Home Services. Now, look, if you haven't given much thought to your AC, you just turn it on and expect everything to work wonderfully. Great. If it works wonderfully when you turn it on. But if you have any issues this summer, I want you to do me a favor and call my friends at Hero. Now, you've heard me say they actually offer an AC tune-up, and that tune-up is only $69. Best part of all, that $69 tune-up comes with a 365-day no-breakdown guarantee. So you can just go about your business enjoying summer, blissfully ignoring your AC all summer long. And it's just a couple clicks away at callhero.com. I'm telling you that AC tune-up is worth it. But even if you don't get the tune-up, I want you to just remember in the back of your mind, callhero.com. Should anything stop working or not pump out as much cool air as you'd like this summer, or really if there's anything else going wrong with your house, callhero.com today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. We are here for entertainment news and fun. 
Now, if you just joined us, we're telling our You'll Never Guess What Happens Next story. And it lasts the entire 1 p.m. hour. We are, just to catch you up, we're telling the story of Maureen. She's 67, a retired teacher. She just joined a quilting group at a local church with her 88-year-old mother. There's a lot going on. It's there was very an intense. audition process that was weird. She also meets Janet, who is the head of the club. Okay? Janet with her behind. Yes. So, yes, you joined the club. Obviously, I just said that. Yeah. You guessed that you should, and that was the correct answer. That's what Maureen did. She joined the club. So she realizes that Janet, the president of the club, is giving her extra special attention for some reason. Oh, God. You already said she's creepy. Okay, and so now she's giving her extra special attention. She is. Is this going to be a romance? I can't tell you that yet. Okay. Okay. Now, Janet seems very nosy about her life, and she's trying to be friends, but there seems like there's an ulterior motive. Uh, Maureen starts sitting next to this lady named Alice, who's about 75, and Alice loves Judy. Judy is Maureen's 88-year-old mother who... Who says things. Who says things louder than she thinks they are. Yeah. Um, Judy is all of us, frankly. Yes. So, uh, now, Alice loves Judy. She thinks she's great, um, and she knows that her mom needs social interaction with people, so this is awesome. After a month of being in the Quilt Queens of Nebraska, Alice really starts to warm up to her. They become friends because Alice is also a retired teacher. Judy, Uh, Judy, Maureen, and Alice. So Alice is also a retired teacher. Okay. So really cool fact there. They bond over that. So one night they're working on the community quilt, the group quilt, and this older man comes in the room and says, "Excuse me, can can we borrow the coffee pot?" He's like obviously running another group in the building and mm. Janet was talking when he entered and he she immediately stops talking and looks really mad. Oh. She doesn't How say anything. How dare you come into my room? She does not say anything to him. And everyone's feeling awkward, so somebody else just says, "Go ahead, just make sure you bring it back." And he says, "Well, don't worry, I'm no thief." And Janet's face gets really red and she does this exasperated sigh. And she quickly gets up to go check on the other group. Mm. Um, on the at, other group. There's another group in there that's not, they're amateur quilters. There's the starter quilter people in the same room. So, oh, God. Okay, so this there's like, so, it's divided. This is so much. <laughs> it is. How did they allow the amateur quilters to be in the same room I with know, them? Exactly. It's crazy. So um, Alice says, uh-oh. And Maureen goes, what was that all about? Alice leans over and says, that's Janet's ex-husband, Dean. Oh, hence the awkwardness. He's a deacon here at the church. God, this is like She didn't want to get a divorce, mostly because it would ruin her reputation and look bad on her as a Christian woman. And then Alice rolls her eyes. So yeah, no, staying in a relationship and being miserable is totally Christian. Right. So Alice rolls her eyes and then... Maureen really knows that they're definitely on the same page. Alice then admits she doesn't even really go to church services. She just joined to be a part of the quilt club. Yeah. And Maureen's like, me too. They both laugh. Janet flashes well, them the, the sharp of the day, look. Yeah, you go to church if you want church. But if you're interested in quilting, you're just going to look for a place to quilt. Yeah. it's And this church is very, like, almost non-denominational. 
so it isn't like people are keeping tabs on whether they go to church. Okay. Church. So um, they're laughing, and Janet like flashes them this sharp look <sighs> because she immediately thinks that they're talking about her and Dean, her mm. ex-husband. So a few months go by. Maureen is really jazzed. What'd you say? They kind of were. Yeah, they were. (laughs) So a few months go by. Maureen's really happy about the quilt club. She's going actually three times a week because the extra day is to help out the young quilters who are just learning. Um, So one night Janet approaches Maureen at the young quilters club and she says, you know, I can't get that quilt out of my head that you brought to your evaluation day. Oh, it's, she's coveting her quilt. Mm-hmm. Okay. She says, it's such a cute pattern. Do you have that written down anywhere? Do you have the pattern? I'd love to try one myself. Um, so she's getting like flirty? <laughs> well, I don't know. It seems kind of flirty. It's the same pattern. Oh, that her... I really love that quilt you had. Would you ever show me how to do it sometime? Yeah, no, that's totally flirty. <laughs> so it's it's the same pattern that her mom and her grandma has made for years. Okay, okay? so this is a super old quilt pattern, yeah. and it's the four. Basically, what it looks like, it's the four seasons, and it's the same. It's a cornfield, but they're the same cornfield. And they all sort of interlock together at each border. So the corn, the summer corn interlocks with the winter, winter corn. corn or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like corny. So it's it's kind of complicated and it's like small stitches. Yeah. Um, Maureen says, well, it's just by memory. I don't have a pattern. It's like a family pattern that my grandma made up. Well, can't and, you just look at the quilt? Take a picture of the quilt? Well, right. If you were a good quilter. So Janet says, oh, that's too bad. Maybe I could come over to your house sometime and you could show me how to put the quilt again. I love where you're going with this. So the next week, Janet says to Maureen, your corn quilt is so beautiful. Would you be willing to part ways with it? I can offer you $300. Oh, my God. She wants, she okay, wants to buy the so quilt. So she doesn't want to, you know. No. This is not romantic. She, want to get she under wants the to steal the damn quilt. Yes. So um, she, uh, Maureen's like, $300? Sure. I have others at home. That's just my best one. Janet's thrilled. Maureen's happy. She hands off the quilt. Okay, so Janet just wanted, wanted um, the quilt. Yeah, so it's now summertime, and they've been cranking out group quilts left and right because of the fall festival, and they enter them oh, in contests, God. So okay? So stressful, you guys. There's like a quilt con. <laughs> Did you know that? I am not surprised. There's an everything con yes. these days. So it, it's time to work on this competition quilt that's going to be entered into the Nebraska State Fair. Everybody's discussing what they should do this year. It seems like an important thing. And um, so... Janet says, hey, Maureen, what if you taught us that beautiful family pattern you have? for the love of God, get over it. Okay. What is with this quilt pattern in Janet? (laughs) Janet clears her, Judy clears her throat. Judy is mom. And she just looks at her daughter. Loose-lipped mom. Like, "Mm -mm, don't you dare give this to the whole group. Everybody knows something is up. And Maureen says, well, I think we'd just like to keep it in the family. Yeah, no, that's understandable. But again, can't you just, I mean, she bought one of her quilts. Right. Figure it out. Well, right. So, uh, but I don't know the Janet. art of quilting enough to know, like, if you just, you need a pattern or something. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, Janet might not be that experienced at quilting to f- just figure it out on her own. Well, Janet should be. With oh, her conservative the beehive and the head of the club. Conservative beehive, <laughs> yes. So, um, 
So somebody breaks the tension and starts talking about a modification of a quilt she saw in a quilting magazine. So they're off that topic. Yeah, they're like, let's change the topic. So Judy, on the way home, is so happy. She's gleefully laughs about Janet's reaction. Maureen's like, Mom, calm down. So she doesn't say something weird next time. So the next week, Maureen starts thinking about learning new patterns. And she goes to some websites and starts watching YouTube videos on quilting and PBS shows. Like, there's so much quilting. Like, it's a deep dive you can go into. Oh, I'm sure. So um, she comes across a clip of a news station somewhere in Kansas. And they're broadcasting from the Kansas State Fair. And there's this reporter. And she notices in the background something weird so she goes mom come in here get no. your glasses i just Uh-oh. saw something so weird in the shot oh she sees no. her quilt no hanging up in the background she entered her quilt now they aren't sure if it's the quilt because it's blurry and the reporters walking and talking so they call alice and they say alice come over we want to show you something So Alice comes over, it's the three old ladies, and Alice, they, okay, so Janet doesn't know how to, she knows how to pause the video, but she doesn't know, it's dark in the background, because the shot is on the reporter, she doesn't know how to, like, make it brighter, zoom in, nobody knows how to do this. So Alice says, I'll call my grandson. Oh, of course. Jeffrey. When in doubt, call a grandkid. So Jeffrey comes over. And um, Jeffrey is every one of us who helps our parents with computers. So just like he's there 10 minutes later, he easily pauses the video, lightens it with just the monitor display lighting and zooms in. And he pauses it and they all scream and Jeffrey almost craps his pants. No. Why is Jeffrey crapping his pants? Was there like (laughs) a murderer? Because all of them scream, okay? And he's like, oh my God. God." What is on the quilt? All right, so Maureen's like, that's my quilt. That's my quilt. That's the one I sold Janet for $300. What is it doing at the Kansas State Fair? Judy starts walking away. Wait, they're not even in Kansas. They're in Nebraska. So they went to another, this woman... And her beehive. <laughs> yeah. So. Bebopped over to Kansas to enter somebody else's quilt. For what? Is she going to win more than $300? So, Judy, her mom, starts going away on her walker really fast to her room. And she's like, Mom, where are you going? And Judy says, We're going to Kansas. No. <laughs> I was not expecting (laughs) this. They jump in the car and head to Kansas. Okay, so it's a five-hour drive. Jeffrey's like, okay, it is 4 p.m., so it's five hours. Jeffrey's like, I just came over to (laughs) rewind and be kind. So these three old ladies get in the car. They start driving. Jeffrey books a hotel for them. Jeffrey's driving. He's like, I will drive you. I don't want you guys. No, I need to help you. So Jeffrey... um, I love that the car. they couldn't just like pick up the phone and be like, "Hey, uh, I guess." Who well, would you they call, notice. Though? Okay, they notice that the quilt judging is at like eight a.m. the following morning. Okay, so they've got a plan. The Kansas State Fair, so they have to go now. Oh my so God. they're in the car, they're grabbing stuff, and so. Do you want to know what happens next? Do I want? No. No, frankly, I would like to just turn the other direction and go home. Of course I want to know. Okay, will Janet be there? Did she sell it for a higher price in some underground quilt scheme? No, I think Janet just took it over, entered it herself, and I'm hoping that the prize money was greater than $300. Otherwise, I don't want to know what all this is for. 
Right. Well, you'll have we'll to just out. wait and see what happens next. I'll never guess what happens next when we return right here on My Talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. It's all about entertainment on this station, and we are telling a story. It's our feature. You'll never guess what happened next, and um, it happens over the entire 1 p.m. hour. We're telling the story of Maureen. She's 67. She's a retired teacher who joins a quilting group at a local church with her mother. She just found out that the leader of the quilting group, Janet, has entered her quilt in the Kansas State Fair, meaning yeah. Marine's quilt. She was like, look, sniffing after her quilt, bought the quilt, and right. then the quilt ends up at the next state over at their state fair. Now, she's claiming it's her own. So Janet bought the quilt from her a couple of months ago. Now, Maureen, her mother... Alice, their friend, and Alice's um, grandson, Jeffrey, are off to the Kansas State Poor Fair. Jeffrey, didn't he have, like, plans? I mean, I would have been like, you guys are on your own. I'm going to get you an Uber. From what the person told me, who told me this story from a friend, Jeffrey didn't have a lot going on. Oh, okay. Okay. He was free. Yeah, he's free a lot. <laughs> Super nice guy, though. Um, so, uh, let's see, we pick up there, they're off to the state fair. So they get to the Kansas state fair and they spend the night at a hotel that Jeffrey booked on his phone. This would be a great movie. (laughs) Right, right. So an episode of a murder mystery. Somebody got to die though. No one's dying. I will tell you that. So this is the end part of our story. So, um, so they get to the state fair bright and early. They have some fried things. They, (laughs) they go and look at the quilt because they want to see who's entering it. And sure enough, well, obviously, Janet's going to be the entry. Well, they didn't know if Janet sold the quilt or gave the quilt away to yeah, a friend. So I just feel like it's so obvious. Janet's, Janet's name n- is on the quilt. Yeah. Either that or it would have been like Shnanit. You know, like Shnanit McCracken. <laughs> like, oh, I wonder who Shnanit that could be. McCracken. I'm going to name a pet that someday. Okay, so um, Janet. So... Janet did not quilt this quilt. It's in the category of like non-machine quilts, like handmade. And it's definitely implying that she quilted it. Okay. There's no question about it. Those are the rules. But see, I just imagine like in this moment, they're all standing around and they're like, yeah, we, we know it's Janet. Mm -hmm. And she, imagine at the quilt. Imagine you then have to, Say to yourself, we're going to have to tell someone how in a million years is anybody going to believe you're going to sound like the biggest. Like, can you imagine going up like, excuse me, excuse me. I um, have proof. This quilt is a lie. <laughs> well, so um, there is a cash prize for first place. It better be at more than 300. It's 500. Oh, God. Okay? wow. Janet. But also a lot of bragging rights. You get a blue ribbon. It's all about like being prestigious in the quilting world and being known. Wow. What a shady. I would look back at all her other winnings, frankly. <laughs> right. So, you know, they can't believe what they're seeing. And as they're standing there, another lady is just browsing the quilts and she says, oh, I just love this one. Isn't it beautiful? And Alice, the friend replies, yeah, it is. Very talented quilter, don't you think? This lady says, oh, yeah, I talked to her a couple of days ago. No! She's like, I like, Well, I've that's also... odd because Jan, or, uh, <laughs> yeah. Maureen here 
Right. So probably not the person you talked to. And she did the quilt. Right. So she's like, I also have a quilt here. This lady was so lovely. She told me that she made it when her husband was sick in the hospital and continued to work on it for a year after he passed away. Oh, my God. It helped her get through her grief because he loved being in his cornfields. Wow. It gave her a purpose to get up every day and continue on, even though she was devastated by her husband's death. Her husband's death. What a strong woman. Judy. She's hiding a lot under that beehive. Judy being Judy blurts out, he's not dead. He's our deacon, which I think should be on a (laughs) t-shirt. He's not dead. He's He's our our deacon. deacon. But he's about to be dead. He didn't die. He divorced her. And that's my daughter's quilt. Now this lady is really engaged in the story. She can't believe it. Oh, I'm sure. That this woman lied to her and they're all in a tizzy. Okay. So 30 minutes before the judging award ceremony, this is when all of this happens. Now, the judging ceremony is not a big deal. They're obviously, this is Kansas State Fair. They're not thousands of people there. It's like 20, okay? Um, so they Can't go they around. just go find somebody with a name badge and be like, hey, this is a lie. Where do I report a theft? <laughs> right. Well, so they go to the, they go to the judging. Um... Now, Judy has apparently entered this contest for five years in a row and not won anything. So um, they a lot of other judging happens, and they get to this category. Now, the ladies and Jeffrey, they're in the back. They hang out in the back. Janet has no idea that they're there. So they don't oh, know. Janet's there? Janet's there. How are they avoiding Janet? Janet, so they're like, okay, let's just hang back. So they're in the back, okay? Oh, my God, this is uh- like, I would be afraid. I don't want to confront Janet in the moment. She might pull so, something out of that beehive. So Janet wins. She's getting her picture taken. The MC says, tell us about this quilt. Judy says, well, it's called Dean's Dream. I Janet. thought up this pattern while my late husband was in the hospital last year. He passed away. And I put my heart and soul into it, and there might be some tears on it. Everyone in the crowd goes, "Ah." It this helped me woman. draw my attention away from my broken heart and focus on praying for other people in the church. She needs to start praying for herself because Jesus <laughs> is you? not like a liar, Janet. So Maureen did not plan on doing anything. On a sticky note, she wrote Why her would you not? like wh- Right at the time, she did not do anything. Maureen. But after she hears that Janet says she cried on the quilt and prayed for other people, Janet goes up and she stands next to the MC. It's awkward. Marine is there, and Janet, I'm sorry, did I say Janet? Marine yeah. goes up, the quilter. She's standing there, and Janet is eye-to-eye with her. Yeah, so Marine's like, I'm here! It's weird and awkward that this random woman is standing there. Janet starts to cry and acts like she's just emotional over her husband, and she says, I'm so sorry, I need to excuse myself, my mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. Marine goes, so sorry for your loss. <laughs> Then she takes the ribbon from the MC. She says, hi, I'm Maureen. This is my quilt. Janet bought it from me for $300. Her husband isn't dead. He's our deacon. And they were just divorced. We're from Nebraska. Oh, and all bleep (laughs) breaks loose. What was the reaction from the crowd? People are... Like, like, oh, my God. This is the best thing that's ever happened at the Kansas State <laughs> I Fair. Quilting. So she... I mean, the woman judging is like, this 
story I am going to be telling my grandchildren. So she hands to the MC the post-it note with her address and name on it and just hands it, okay? So then they just walk away, and Judy says as they're leaving, and she said she was a Christian. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Did she get arrested? Is she currently serving time in the Kansas State pen? that, That is the end of the story, but I do have a couple of updates. The... The news crew from a small Kansas town was filming this, and they aired it. So Janet has been banned from the Kansas State Fair, and every quilter on the internet saw this story. Oh, and I'm sure if you were a quilter, everybody's like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Just don't be like Janet. Yeah, Janet didn't come back to church. I'm not surprised. Janet or the quilting group. She moved to South Carolina. <sighs> Maureen was mailed a check for her win by the Kansas State she Fair with an apology. Moved, moved. She moved state. away. She lied and said her husband was dead. This is <laughs> terrible. Now, the best part of it is that now every year, Maureen, Judy, Alice, and Jeffrey, and that random woman, I don't Drive know her up name, to Kansas. go to the Kansas State Fair. They've been doing it for like oh. 11 years. That's awesome. What a crazy story, Dawn. Yeah, if you have a story that's epic, you can email us. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to be a part of the fun, send us your story or just tell us you have a story by email on our show page at mytalk1071.com. Thank you for that story. I think we're going to all now Google (laughs) Kansas State (laughs) Fair. Well, it wasn't in Kansas. Oh, oh. what? You changed the names names to protect the innocent and the guilty. We'll be right back.